he didn't play ball with the Trump game, and I have to say this, I looking back on it, isn't it kind of crazy Trump didn't go with a female candidate? He would have yeah. won the re-election if he had a female. You think so? Fuck yeah, dude. Come on, man. Maybe. What if he I went like so. like a Trump Nikki Haley? That would have dominated. Uh, you would have just won the same voters you got. I don't. I think COVID really. Trump got dominated by um, middle class suburban females. He lost. And they don't. And middle class suburban females hate Nikki Haley. Sure, but <laughs> my, like, I just I'm said Nikki like, Haley because Nikki, you know Nikki, what? Yeah, whatever. She, Nikki Haley's not going to win you any more votes than Trump already won. You know. I feel like if Trump had done anyone other than Pence, he probably would have won re-election, actually. Like, they wouldn't have been able to cheat their way through it. He needs a black female, is what he needed. Oh, Condoleezza Rice, man. <laughs> Condoleezza Rice. Did I just watch the uh, Chappelle show? Yeah. Condoleezza the... <laughs> <laughs> Rice. <laughs> they just give her away. <laughs> Right. But you gotta take Condoleezza Rice. Yeah, yeah, get her right. Get her. She's very intelligent and super accomplished, and uh, yeah. it's it's kind of weird. Um, okay, I would argue the stain of Iraq is now faded for many of those politicians, with the exception of Bush and Cheney. They oh, wear the Bush, mark dude. forever. But even Bush has now been kind of somewhat celebrated in a bizarre way. He's kind of now welcomed back. You know, but because he wasn't the antichrist, the thought he was the antichrist, and then Trump got elected. (laughs) Yeah, right. So now, compared to Trump, Bush is yeah. You're right. He's the golden boy. Uh, But I I really think that uh, this could be an arena where Condoleezza Rice could, all jokes aside, actually kind of enter in. You know, and dude, Trump Rice. Frank, I think you could. I think you could enter this race. (laughs) That's how how open (laughs) it is. (laughs) Third party, dude. I'm going with uh, Joe Lieberman. Where is he at? Joe Lieberman. (laughs) I'm hoping Madigan's out of prison. I'm going to take him. (laughs) Who? Wiener? Mike Madigan. (laughs) Mike Madigan. (laughs) That's an Illinois joke for all my Illinois fans. He's about to go to prison. Oh, really? Uh, I was going to say... He could get some advice from his boy, uh, Blagojevich. Blagojevich. That's who they need to run in 2020. Dude, the Democrats. Blagojevich, man. Bill Maher has brought yeah. this up a long time ago, how they the Dems need to just let shit go and just bring back Anthony Weiner and Blagojevich. You know, uh, we should do a Blagojevich Al Franken ticket. <laughs> That's a great- you know, what we got to do is a look back on Blagojevich. Yeah. That's, that's a hot so ticket funny. look back. That's hey Frank. A job is a valuable fucking thing. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I, I got a job to offer. A job is a valuable fucking thing. <laughs> Blagojevich is one of the. Uh, you know, I if I recall, we should do a look back because if I recall correctly, he was kind of being primed for like a big Democratic oh. uh, ticket run. Like I, I think I the think Demo- he was gonna take. I think he was gonna be after. Uh, Obama. I would even uh I would even throw out there um another fall from grace uh which uh everyone has kind of memory hold is uh John Edwards when he cheated on his cancer-ridden wife and uh do you remember John Edwards? No. I'm Man, to... nobody remembers John Edwards. This guy literally yeah. was uh he 
it's weird. He his fall from grace was spectacular, dude. He was kind of like a mini, kind of like JFK kind of guy, and uh, East Coast Republican or uh, Democrat, and um, he got <laughs> he got busted uh, cheating on his wife while she was going through chemo, and uh, I think she was that with the maid. Yes. Yes, I do remember. I do yeah. remember the story. Yeah. The Democrats went through a rough ride there <laughs> in the early 2000s, man. You know? And, uh... Yeah, say what you want about Pence. At least he's not getting caught with other women. <laughs> <You know? laughs> or at least when they own it. Be like yeah, uh, Clinton or Trump. Like they're That's why I never stuck to Trump, it. dude. Trump literally was just like, yeah, I fuck Stormy. You know? <laughs> like... What's well, so I'm saying? You can't hold these politicians up on this like moral platitude, or the, you know what I'm saying? Like these are not moral guys. You know, it takes a lot of uh, shady dealings, and you know, uh, you kind of have to be a power player to get into these power positions. So yeah, it, sure. it doesn't. It's not nice. You know, it's not pretty. And uh, you know, sometimes along the way, you uh, ask a uh, Playboy model to spank you with a rolled up magazine with your face <laughs> on it. And uh, sometimes, hey. you know, I'm mad at you. I am mad at you because you know what? I don't know what I would do in this situation. Next time I'm in a room with a magazine with my face and a porn star, I'll let you know how I decide. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it's a weapon of your you choice. Know? Yeah, exactly. I mean, I don't know if I would make that same decision because I've never been in that situation, so I'm not going <laughs> to hold it against you. Look. Power players do what they want. I mean, by the way, both these guys were talking about Trump and Clinton. Hey, uh, you know, um, they got uh, they've punched their tickets on the Lolita Express several times there. You know, so yeah, that's true. I mean, it's possible these guys are all part of the same club, and maybe in order to get into that White House seat, and I'm looking at you, Obama. Maybe not everyone's so uh, <laughs> squeaky clean. You know. Yeah. <laughs> We don't know. Yeah. We really don't know. It, it, it's kind of... Um... Uh, Frank, well, uh, I go by Barry now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, it, do you remember the conspiracy Barry. theory with Obama? It, what is it, Barry Sotero? Sotero? Sotero, yeah, something weird, yeah. And the theory is that Barry Sotero is a homosexual, uh, and um, that Michelle Obama is actually Michael Obama, who's transitioned <laughs> into Michelle, which... <laughs> <laughs> I got. I gotta tell you, the trans movement really fucked over ugly women, because. <laughs> hear me out. Hear me out. Yeah, I'm like, right? I like where you're going. Because there was a such thing as a butterface before, you know, where you're like, damn, that's a nice body. That face is, you know, whatever. Uh, all right, yeah. That's a nice body, you know. <laughs> but nowadays, you can't even take that chance, you know. Like, I don't know, that face is butch. That, that might be a guy. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, I'm not even gonna, especially when you're drunk. I'm not even gonna take my chances. You know? <laughs> like it used to be, you could just be a girl with broad shoulders. Now I just think you're a man. That's you know? right, guys. Be careful so. out there. Okay, you never know when you're dealing with a Michelle or a Michael Obama. Okay, you just gotta look out. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hard out there. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> You know who else? Uh, you know it's hard out there also for uh, uh, Juicy Smollett. Did you hear about Juicy Smollett, Mike? <laughs> I, I heard he is not suicidal, Mike. Not suicidal. I I, I don't know. I, I haven't really heard much about Juicy. Let's hear it from him. 
not suicidal. I am not suicidal. And I am innocent. I could have said that I was guilty a long time ago. Yeah, he could have. Jesse Smollett spent the night in jail. Yeah, go for it. Uh, yeah, you I could have more. said you were guilty a long time ago. That's why we're mad at you. That's why you're in, that's why you're going to jail because you didn't just admit it. You fucking idiot. <laughs> somebody somebody get this man a tuna sandwich. Is all I want to say. Just get this guy a tuna sandwich. He's so hungry. He's waited so long for this tuna sandwich, man. And if it's not Subway, he's sending it back. Uh, it, better be be it better be that Subway tuna. You know, that good Subway tuna. You got to refresh to be fresh, Mike. Come on, dude. <laughs> After a judge sentenced him to 150 days in jail for staging a fake racist and homophobic attack at River North three years ago. A special prosecutor brought the case to trial after state's attorney Kim Fox dropped the original charges. And new this morning, Fox had harsh criticism to Smollett's sentencing in an op-ed in the Sun-Times. She said in this case, the justice system failed. And failed. the Chicagoans no. deserve to know how and why it can and likely will happen again across the country. How will it happen again? Like, like, how is it possible a guy who's... Uh, this could happen again, dude. A guy's going to call these two guys. They're going to smoke crack and blow each other. And then they're, they're going to pretend to jump the guy. <laughs> With this tuna sandwich, <laughs> this, this gonna happen again, dude. It's gonna happen again. That's hold on, hold on, Kim Fox. Well, it's not gonna happen for at least 150 days because the attacker <laughs> is in prison. So this, the justice system worked for 150 days, Kim Fox. You know what, Kim Fox? You're right. We should lock this guy up forever so it never happens again because the perpetrator of the attack is Justice Smollett. He <laughs> Like, this is the funniest story. This is uh, unbelievable. I'm not kidding. The juicy, the juicy smoothie story is one of the funniest stories of our generation. I, it's I, so funny. Oh my god, it's dude. so believable. I, like, I am not suicidal. Okay, okay, juicy. <laughs> let me break. Let's, ju ju juicy. I, let me break this down. He's for the you, Jeffrey buddy. Epstein of his generation. <laughs> <laughs> All right, no, hold on. All right. Are you saying that you were secretly running a pedophile ring behind the t behind the tuna sandwich? Is that is that, is that, is that, what, is that what, what is it? What are you trying to say by this? I'm not, you know. Are you trying to say that you are also the head of a pedophile ring, or you're trying to say you you are as powerful? Is, is Jeffrey Epstein? No, I mean, what is going on here? Oh, yeah. What is going on here? Oh, this is so, so ju beautiful. And now... Ju <laughs> ju ju juicy, in your world, you're the king. You are the most important man in that world. Not only that, dude, the the quote this, we're hearing, dude, they're talking about how this is the alderman of Chicago or whatever. She's talking about how this is like an injustice. No, she's the district's attorney. District attorney the she, she's the one that dropped the case against him in the first place. This is an injustice. And now she's... And now she's not because of justice. And now she's saying there is no justice because we're locking up the perpetrator. What? what? what well, somebody, somebody, somebody just think of the tuna sandwich. Just somebody. <laughs> I can't get over this whole story. I can't believe. I can't believe the district attorney is like weighing in on it, like the injustice. Like, like this could happen again. It could happen again. It could happen again. It could happen anywhere. Anywhere there is a black man who wants to prove there's racism in America oh could God. attack himself. It could happen anywhere. Dude. Oh, this is the funniest. This is like... And the, oh, and the, dude, most, oh the most unbelievable part of the entire story that I still can't get over 
the most unbelievable part of the entire story is you have a $40 million contract and you eat tuna sandwiches from Subway? (laughs) Nobody eats a tuna sandwich from Subway. There's the one thing you don't eat at tuna from Subway. Come on. You're missing the whole point of this. He thought out of all this, he was going to get a sponsorship out of of Subway for this. I don't always, I don't always fake hate crime, but when I do, I make sure, I make sure to eat fresh beforehand. <laughs> beforehand. So, so, Subway. Do you want half, Jared? <laughs> it's just them in the cell in together. The <laughs> Oh my god, dude! I fuck, there's so many elements to this whole. That's so good. Dude, they're, like, they're, so good. dude, even now, even now, the man is serving time for this, like minimal time, they, and they're still oh, clinging. It's so funny. They're clinging to this victimhood story. The story of like how he's just this. Yes. Is, this is not only he's not only a victim, but all gay black men across America are victims because of there's this. There's so I, much I, victim oh, because that he had to fake because, it himself. Like, because Mike, this could happen again. Not not faked again but in real this time it could happen again (laughs) (laughs) I can't can't figure this out you just shed light on something that could happen it could happen Frank what happened again I just love how she said this could happen again it's like what are you talking about like again some guy's gonna fake being beat up and (laughs) what are you talking about what are you talking about the best part is the best part is I could have said I was guilty you didn't have to the check said you were guilty the check you wrote to the guy right the vi- <laughs> the the videos from his, from the ring cameras. You didn't have to say you were guilty. We proved you were guilty. That's that's why you're going to jail. Like what? Do- <laughs> you know those Somali dudes you jerked off after you guys did cocaine and you wrote them a check, a personal check. Yeah, yeah, yeah those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, 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 we didn't need you to say you're guilty. We we have the video. <laughs> we have all the, of the guy you paid with a check. We have a video of them in the store buying the bleach and the rope, and then we have video of them walking oh up God. to. You. <laughs> oh, <laughs> like, I fucking love no, this. But here's the saddest part, man. Here's what's really sad, right? Think you have to re- think about this. What if Jesse wasn't so stupid? Okay. <laughs> what if he wasn't so stupid? Yeah. He paid him in cash, and he really didn't know him, and everything. There was no cameras, right? He was so deep into the lie that if they didn't have any proof that it didn't happen, had they found two white guys walking down the street that day, right? Because cops were looking for a white guy right. that did this. With the MAGA hat. Right? The MAGA hat. With a MAGA hat. When it's 16 and, below and, during the winter vortex. But imagine you just happen to be a guy walking around with the MAGA hat. Right? <laughs> it didn't even have to be a MAGA hat. But Maybe they just they, found a white guy. That guy wasn't there. He wasn't you know, even... Even they looked for him, that guy didn't exist. But I'm just saying, what if there was a white guy walking by and sure. he got arrested? Right. This guy could have been charged with a fucking hate crime. And that's one of those things where... They would have posted his face all over the world on how this guy's a hate crime guy and then swept it under the rug when it turned out to not be true, and you would have just ruined this guy's life. Mike, dude, the potential tragedy in all of this could have been it's Chicago, it's 2 in the morning, they're looking for a MAGA hat-wearing person. It could have been Kanye, dude. This could have been... (laughs) This could have been tragic beyond belief. (laughs) (laughs) 
You remember there was a minute where Kanye was wearing a white mask. I think uh, I think this might have been Kanye. Actually, might have been yeah. Kanye. He might have been the only man to wear a mega hat in Chicago. Ever. Yeah, sixteen below during the winter vortex. I think it's all uh, pointed yeah. to Kanye. <laughs> oh man, that's such a good story, dude. Everything down to the tuna sandwich. Nothing was believable. There's Nothing a, was believable. There's more. Let's let our uh, let's let your uh, da da. Really? Is that who the, I can't believe? Yeah, she's it's the, she's stu- the one that's she's the one that's letting everybody out. Like literally, guys, guys are shooting at crowds of people. No one died, just seventeen wounded, and they go out on an ankle bracelet the next day. It's like what the fuck? This is Kim Fox, dude. They actually Fox, they're changing yeah. the laws in Chicago right now, uh, just so that they could recall her. Wow, amazing! That's how bad it is. Well, yeah. well you know, you got to. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to make a course correction. Let's let Fox continue on the tragedy of how, yeah. <laughs> how this could happen again. I did commit a violent crime, and there was no justification to pursue criminal charges. She stop right there. Stop right there. I'm sorry. Did she just say he didn't commit a violent crime? That's he right. put a noose around a black man's neck. <laughs> This is the ultimate hate crime. He put a noose around a black man's neck. Okay, yeah, it was his neck, but still, he put a noose around a black man's neck. Violent hate crime. He poured bleach on a black man, called him the N word, and then put a noose around his neck. (sighs) Sorry, I just I can't stand it. They just try to they always try to minimize attacks on black men. This could happen again. If he was a white man, you would have made it a big deal. I'm sticking to the Kanye theory at this point, dude. I think this is Kanye. <laughs> Where was Kim? <laughs> I, I, ironically, it actually turned out to be Pete Davidson in black. I was just thinking Pete Davidson. Crazy, crazy twist. <laughs> I was just thinking Pete Davidson. <laughs> He was in blackface doing a Kanye impression. It was insane. It was insane. <laughs> it was Pete Davidson the whole time. <laughs> Eject yeah, the judicial system to enact <laughs> mob justice. Well, the trial and sentencing are over. Smollett's fight goes on. Judy Wang is here with details. Good morning, Judy. Good morning. Jussie Smollett's attorneys are blasting the sentence, calling it overkill and a reflection of a double standard in the criminal justice system. The judge ordered deputies to take the defendant into custody. At that <laughs> moment, Smollett decided standard? to speak. Not suicidal. And if anything happens to me when I go in there, I did not do it to myself. And you must all know that. <laughs> the former Empire TV show star remained defiant well, after. I hate to tell you this. I hate to tell you this, Juicy. You're kind of the boy that cried wolf. Because <laughs> <laughs> the last time something happened to you, you did do it to yourself. <laughs> Are they going to find him in his jail cell just covered in bleach with a noose around his neck, just like sitting there? Tuna sandwich on the floor. <laughs> The real question is, how did he rape himself? That's incredible. <laughs> Sentence, he stood up from the defense table and spoke directly to Judge James Lynn. Smollett had declined to address the court during the five-hour hearing. Judge Lynn said Smollett's decision to orchestrate the hate crime read like a bad movie script. He ripped Smollett for doubling down on his lies. He told Smollett, you destroyed your life. Chicago Police Superintendent David Brown wrote a letter saying Smollett's actions hurt real hate crime victims. Letters of support came from the Reverend Jesse Jackson, NAACP, and Black Lives Matter leaders. Oh, God. Of course. Of course. Of course. (laughs) 
the count the council of all that is great uh, and wonderful in this world. Jesse Jackson and the leaders of BLM. Oh <laughs> like, my god, they could have helped themselves, man. Oh. <laughs> How is Jesse Jackson still alive? Just sticking his fat face and everything. Are you kidding me? Of course he is, dude. The second they said that, god. I was like, and then they had to follow with BLM. Oh, of course, BLM of course. Ah, uh, yeah. The BLM leaders will be in jail with Smollett once they, <laughs> once they once they finish the audit. Jesse Smollett, man, victim, Mike, and victim. a warning to all potential victims out there who could potentially victimize themselves into victiming themselves like Jesse you, Smollett. Uh, you're the guy that's a double standard. What do you mean? So. The last time a white guy committed a hate crime against himself, he got away with it? <laughs> so just, what, 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 who's the victim? What? Jesse Smollett, the victim of victimhood from victiming himself and victimhood. Like, what the hell? What are we talking a, about here? This guy it's literally... A, it's a double standard. They only threw him in jail because he's a black man, okay? <laughs> what? Like, what? <laughs> what? Dude. And, and may this be a warning to all of you potential victims out there who want to victimize your own selves. Like, I, yeah. I don't understand <laughs> I don't this. This yeah. is, dude, they don't know how to report this. That's, That's what's problem. so funny. That's the problem. Because they, this blew the biggest hole in your narrative of racist bigots in America. Dude, Kamala Harris yeah. uh, tweeted out in support of this guy when this all happened. Like, you guys can't cover oh, this up, man. This is out there. You guys were all in on Juicy Smollett, and now uh, Juicy Smollett uh, looks like he's going to prison for 150 <laughs> days, dude. You know? <laughs> and ironi- ironically, ironically, his roommate is the news from Bubba's Garage. <laughs> Wow, deep cut, deep cut, dude. Woo, Mike. Yeah, remember that news? Wow, uh, did we cover that on the pod? No, no, dude. Man, Bubba's Garage news, Mike. They cut. They actually cut it off, and that's what uh, Juicy has to use to turn on and off his light in the cell. <laughs> Well, it just so happens to be that Bubba's noose was a light, or what was it? I can't remember. No, it was it was, a cord. It was the rope they pulled the garage door okay, down. Okay, let's with. Uh, just a quick rundown. Yeah. What was Bubba's noose? So Bubba's noose was Bubba is the first black driver in NASCAR. NASCAR, right? right yes. And he like in the in in the prime of the BLM movement, right? This. The string that had been hanging in his garage in his garage for like <laughs> since the beginning of time. It was like you know, it was like literally the first string ever made. It was actually it's a pull log. string. And, uh, it's a pull string for like pulling it, the garage door down. You know the, the garage door goes up ten feet. Your right. arm isn't long enough, so exactly. you have a rope to, to pull it down to where you could grab the door. And some guy just tied a knot, right? Yeah. So that you had a loop to grab onto. It wasn't even like a noose knot where it got tight on your hand. It was just like a loop. <laughs> These are standard right? in all, uh, most garages if you've ever grown up in places like this. Yeah, and and Bubba went to work one day and everybody was or not. It wasn't even him. I guess it was somebody on his team saw it one day and was like, "Did somebody hang a noose?" <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. And it turned out. And then they did, remember they did the whole like they literally did a thirty for thirty dude, ESPN special after it was confirmed. After it was confirmed. 
that and then that they was did noticed. the thing where like all the drivers walked behind his car. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I think we did an episode on this, one of our earlier episodes. I'm not kidding. It might have been a drunk rant. It was so <laughs> stupid. Well, it's an unbelievably stupid story, but we're kind of uh, <clears throat> we're we're Bubba Newsing again. Yeah, that's so fun. <laughs> We really are. Because ultimately, Juicy yeah. Smollett, you are not a victim. You're someone who perpetrated a false hate crime. You took up the time and resources of not only our legal system in Chicago, which is already stretched thin, but you took up the time and resources yes. of our um, uh, um, sorry, of our policing system, which, uh, by the way, is very stretched thin and doesn't have time to investigate bogus claims they need to go out there and investigate real murders and real crimes that are happening in real time dude J- juicy and there's Smol- like a legitimate cost there's a leg- there's an actual cost the gas they spend driving around the people whose time resources man resources you know? yes and time spent uh, investigating other real crimes that happened rapes and murders that need to be solved and and the sooner they're solved the the easier and more uh you know actual like the longer crimes go unsolved, the longer they will be unsolved. And so For Juicy sure. Smoulet, you know, by creating a false crime and putting all these resources, considering you're a high-profile celebrity at this point when this is going on, you know, you've taken up a lot of resources that could have been allocated to real crimes going on. And so that makes you not a victim. That makes you an asshole, man. Uh, Absolutely. you know, honestly, and and not only that, Mike, you're right. You also put the manhood on for a bunch of Kanye Wests out there uh, walking around in Chicago with their <laughs> yeah. MAGA hats. And by the way, you and I can both attest, nary a MAGA hat when you're walking around Chicago. You'd be very hard pressed to find the uh, the hardcore MAGA supporters. Um, <clears throat> you know, you wear a MAGA hat in general. You're gonna be you're looking for a little trouble here and there, honestly. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean. <laughs> so like it's just it's that, a stupid story that, but that was all at the same time like that's what gave juicy the confidence to do this was you had the bubba hanging thing happening you had uh it was all in like one week where all this happened that news and then also the guy who the the black man <clears throat> who hung rope in the park to exercise from that's right they, they that's were also right. just it was also just two handles <laughs> you know what i mean that he would do pull-ups and shit from they Thought they did this whole investigation, even after he came forward and said, no, I put it here for exercising. They continued the investigation <laughs> in, t- in order to see if anybody was hurt by it. <laughs> like, dude, that was all at the same time, you know, it was. So- but remember what I was saying at the very beginning about how they should just, you know, let things go and see how far they take it. Yeah, that's what that's kind of what we did with the BLM thing. You know, it was like, oh, OK, these ropes. And the garage is racist, okay. Sure. And then it turned out to be nothing, and we're all like, okay. Oh, these are the, pl-, you know, and then it just kind of ended because you can't keep doing that, you know? <laughs> well, I think the apex of BLM was Chaz in Seattle. Yeah. And actually, yeah. maybe to further that, the riots that took place for 30 or 45 straight days in Portland, I think people really started to distance themselves from that. You know, and when you had thirty-one black men shot and killed on the corner <laughs> protesting George Floyd's death, oh man, <laughs> memory hole, man, it is. Uh, it is kind of funny that like Chaz and that uh, have we totally just as a society completely blacked out the like 
like, well, I think it was like 45 days of rioting in Portland. Like, Portland was like a war zone, man. It went on forever, dude. I, f- I feel like it was a whole year. You know, it's crazy. I keep thinking it was last year, but that shit was 2020. Yeah. That was two years ago. Yeah. Last year kind of flew by in a weird way. It makes me think it they control them. time. <laughs> <laughs> Where's Bill Gates? Yeah, young fucker. That's <laughs> 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 With his man boobs. Uh, <laughs> Skin toothpick arms. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, seriously, how many prostitutes did he beat up just because of the anger? He's, just, to, just to get his, like, feeling of a man back, you know, after, after Joe Rogan emasculated him. Yeah. I picture, like, the Game of Thrones scene where Joffrey's shooting the prostitute with the, you know, the crowd. What'd you say, Joe, about my man boobs? Boom! <laughs> he, like, he, like, has them shave their head before they come in. I'm like, you know, just... Oh, man. <laughs> What's funny about this juicy smoothie and the victimhood woke and all of it, all of it is... Um, the vic- uh, the victimhoodness of it really kills me. Hearing Fox, that lady, come out and and she sounds uh, um insane. Actually, is the only way to describe uh, uh, yes. it. Because what are you actually saying? All jokes aside, you're saying we don't want th- you know fr- this from happening again. You're saying okay, you're gonna have black guys walk through the streets of Chicago and fake uh race attacks again. That's what you're saying. <laughs> is that what you're saying? Because if that's what you're saying, and that's what it sounds like, I would say that's how I would encapsulate all of the BLM movement over the last three years. Right there is Juicy Smoulier with his tuna sandwich, pouring bleach on himself, wrapping the noose around his neck, <laughs> blaming the two Somali dudes he jerked off doing cocaine the night before. Okay. All uh, right, to be fair, it was only one. <laughs> Whatever. It sounds funnier with the two, but like... <laughs> But now the other guy jerked himself off in the corner. Oh, he was watching. Oh yeah, voyeurist. Yeah. All right, I understand. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is what's not funny about all of this, in my opinion, or what kind of is it? But... Juicy Smule is the victim. Meanwhile, this cat uh, this week over uh, got he got convicted for the Jan sixth thing, and I have a little clip uh, action for you on the Jan sixth. Uh, oh, I, I can't yeah, remember the guy's yeah. name. Uh, it's a Dewitt or something like that. And uh, this guy got ratted out by his own fucking kid, but oh, to know. the feds. Okay, they convicted him on all counts. Breaking news: We told you about a few minutes ago. A jury has just convicted Guy Reffitt, and he's the first January 6th defendant to take his case to trial. And he's guilty on all the charges against him. Joined by our NBC News justice correspondent Pete Williams. So, Pete, as I said, I know in the chart charging document, he was essentially being charged as sort of the lead instigator, if you will, the one created, uh, led some folks who ended up doing some violent things to the Capitol, though he never went into the Capitol. So what did he get found guilty of? All the counts against him, as you noted, Chuck, of... Nothing. Nothing, actually. (laughs) They got nothing. What was it? He wasn't even there. Listen. Instructing the vote uh, of carrying a firearm into the District of Columbia, carrying it up to the Mm. Capitol, and... Mm. Up two this guy so got, yeah but you can't have uh you can't i, have I understand but he never yeah. entered the capitol and then threatening okay. to shoot his own children if they told the police or the fbi what he had been up to now, i think was... you should be allowed to shoot your own kids that's just my personal <laughs> opinion i brought you into this world yeah. i could take you out I, I i am for abortion up to 21 years <laughs> 
This is debatable, but I like where your head is at. Without a remarkably short period of time. The closing arguments were just yesterday. The jury began deliberating at about 10 o'clock this morning, then took a break for lunch in the noon hour and already has... They got Chipotle. I don't know if anyone... I'm just kidding. It was delicious. Ironically, it was the same tuna sandwich. <laughs> It turns out like uh, everything's connected by oh, yeah. the tuna sandwich. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just follow the tuna. Uh, yeah. You gotta be fresh to stay. For st- you gotta refresh <laughs> to stay. I, that's I. You gotta refresh to be fresh. Hey Subway, all I'm saying is, come on, sponsor, come on, dude, man. The verdict. So less than three hours of deliberating. Obviously, the fact that there was a, uh, a fact that there was a fast verdict was good for, uh, good sign for the government. But there was overwhelming evidence here, Chuck. There was still and video evidence taken by surveillance and other cameras that of what what did he yeah, do of him being there what yes the, being there being a trump supporter and uh, being there were around the capitol as you say he never entered the capitol oh as you say he never squeeze me squeeze me how did you take over the capitol if you never went in what what oh oh my god there was his own video his own comments from a camera that he was wearing and then there were the statements oh, that he idiot. made to a fellow three percenter on the trip from Texas to Washington about what he planned to do and that he planned to carry guns. And then there were the things that he told his own children, some of which was recorded by his son. And in one of the more dramatic moments of the trial, his own son took the stand to testify against his father, saying what his father said that he did at the Capitol, that he was proud for his role in the riot, and then the threats that he made to the son and to a daughter that if they uh, told anybody, uh, law enforcement people, what he was up to, that they would be traitors. And he said, you know what happens to traitors? <laughs> they get shot. So right. uh, a remarkable verdict here <laughs> and a victory for the government in this first trial to come from the January 6th riot, Chuck. Like, clearly the guy just got drunk and was, like, boasting to his kids. You know what I mean? Also, the, the real, the, the, no, I mean, this is the saddest story I've heard. Well, this is how far First of all, there's some the Orwellian shit here with the kid ratting out the dad. That's, so, no, that's the scariest part of the story, There's stuff dude. going on here. That's, that, and I'd like to get into that, but uh, this man, I just want to establish, he just got thrown in prison for on hearsay and being there. And his kid's testimony. Uh, hearsay dude uh, the kid huh, I, I'm serious 1984 the most frightening part of 1984 is that the kids are constantly spying on you and they go to school and they're taught how to spy <laughs> on you because the adults are the ones who have uh, are breaking uh, you know the thought rules and they're, they're, you know what I'm saying like uh, it's yeah that's <clears throat> terrible man that is we've that entered is fucking we've terrible. now dude we have officially now entered a world where a kid has spied on his father yeah. and got his father put away in prison as a political prisoner. And this wasn't a six-year-old kid. Dad was speeding. No, no. You know, like sometimes the kids will call the cops. This kid, <laughs> this kid worked with this. the FBI. This yeah, to, tra- and to trap his dad. To trap his father to go to prison because he talked about being at Jan 6th. And did we, you hear the kid? The kid literally used this as an opportunity to get Instagram famous. And he's like doing interviews now, or he's like, oh, it was just my patriotic duty. Well, Dude. And this fucking. ties into what we were speaking about earlier with the left and the destruction of the nuclear family. The nuclear family is based on trust in, man. 
I, you and I grew up in a world and in a family environment where we couldn't imagine ratting each other out or, you know what I'm saying? This, I, Are you kidding me? This is just not Are even conceivable me? for us. So we're now in a world where uh, the children are so disconnected from their parents because I, I don't know what they're consuming, but they're oh, consuming shit. something that is convincing them that they it's okay for them to rat their parent out to the FBI, wear a wire, and then turn them in. Simply yeah, for dude. being at a protest, by the way. This guy, it was established in this report. He wasn't even in. But it wasn't a protest. That kid thinks it was an insurrection. That kid thinks his dad tried to take over the government. Oh, yeah, dude, of course. That's what's so messed up about the language involved oh, here. Oh, man. Yeah, this kid is indoctrinated. He's brainwashed. And he turned, through that indoctrination and brainwashing, he turned in his own father to the FBI and <sighs> a court of his peers just fucking sentenced him to prison and he wasn't even horned guy the viking dude he wasn't even the dude with the podium or he wasn't even the guy who shot ashley babbitt uh where's that guy where's where's the trial i can't control my trigger finger and i don't know how to keep my fucking gun on safe fucking asshole you want to we want to talk victims juicy smoothie well let's talk about this guy who just Uh, got entrapped by his own son through the fbi and is now going to prison for simply being at a protest you know, you know, my favorite saying is, I forgot what mob guy said it, but uh, <laughs> a, a real friend will keep your secret. Uh, family will help you hide the body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite line. Dude, that's how, you know? Well, not family, in today's society. That's not even a question. Dude. It shouldn't even be a question. Oh, we live in an Orwell, uh, Orwell yeah. world, man, where Juicy Smoulier who perpetrated a crime against himself as the victim, and this fellow who went to a protest and being photographed there, and because he talked about how he wants to do more, whatever, he... <laughs> I'm so floored by this case. I can't believe... if you believe listen he... to the clips of the guy talking, the recordings of the guy talking, it was like we were talking about earlier, dude. This was just a... Old, this is an old guy, a middle-aged guy, right? Yeah. Who never had anything exciting ever happen in his life. Right. You know? and, and he went to the Capitol, and he really thought they did something, you know? And it was just boasting. And to exc- them, they like, made a point. They made the world see that, hey, uh, we yeah. don't support Joe Biden. We think this election w- was rigged. Um, we're voicing our opinion, as Americans do. Um, I think it's pretty clear at this point, in my opinion, that the actual perpetrators the guys who went into the capitol building that was completely instigated through the fbi i think there's no doubt about it in my mind and the people who followed were just idiot goons uh stupid mooks who just decided uh you know horned guy and the dude with the podium they just thought they just went for the ride they got caught up in the moment uh, this guy, again, he wasn't even Viking guy. He's not, he's nobody. He's not even pipe bomb guy. Like this he's guy, not like, the, he's not even the old couple that just walked around and now they're in jail for six months. We still haven't <laughs> even convicted pipe bomb guy or found him, but, yeah, uh, we found but him. we're not been, even looking for him. We've definitely now convicted and sentenced to prison, a uh, drunk, fat hip, uh, you know, hillbilly guy who <laughs> ranted about this to his kid in his, uh, living room. Like this is stupid, man. But what's not stupid is this is now a political prisoner. He's not in prison for yes. any crime other than being a, uh, a, a conservative. That's it. Yeah, that's it. We've really entered is. that world. And not only that, uh, his son indicted him on thought crime, on thinking differently, on being a, a one of them, you know? 
And a jury of his peers agreed with the kid that this guy, because he's on the right, because he supports Trump, well, he's a danger to society, so we need to put him behind bars. But, you know, we're going to have the revolving door for the dude stealing, uh, you know, thousands of dollars from Walgreens in Chicago. That's fine. That's fine. What about the shootout in Chicago where they just dropped the case because everybody that got shot was a, a quote unquote mutual combatant. It's literally the reason. Kim, speechless. It's literally the reason Kim Fox is is gonna get recalled because there was a video that got released. Dude, it's like eight guys. It's like four or five on each side, and they just these guys get out of the car and there's just this crazy battle on a regular residential street. I think two guys got wounded or whatever. They all get arrested and then they all get released. And it was just mutual combatants. That's it. Just let them out. Not even like on ankle bracelets. There's no probation. There's no we're going to watch. Nothing. Just gone. That's over. We'll drop it. But but this guy, this guy's the true threat, people. <laughs> yeah, he is. He's the problem. And to be honest with you, man. The, well, I mean, I, like I said before, I do think we have to accept that part of the country does believe this guy is a true criminal, true threat. Fine. Jan 6th guy, dude fine, on his fine. couch drinking beer, talking out loud fine. guy. Okay. All right, fine. Lock him up. But then those guys that were shooting at each other, we got to lock them up too. Okay? Because <laughs> both of them are a threat to, the, to America and our way of life. We're going to see more convictions for Jan 6th leading up to midterms in order to try to push the narrative I was just thinking that, dude, while we were listening to that clip, because they said it in the clip, this is the first one. Right. I think they're going to play this. I think they're going to play this out all summer. I think that's uh, they, what they've been they waiting for. They jailed like 750 people plus. Yeah, and it's over this. a year, dude. Yeah. And a lot of, some of these people haven't been let out. Yeah, some of them are There's still no in jail. Bail. Yeah. So I wonder if they're saving the best for later. Like, uh, is Horned guy? Has he been? Did he go through his trial? Yeah, remember he got four. That's years. That's right, he got four. Years. Yeah. Okay. And podium guy is Podium guy in jail now. Yeah, he got like two years or something. Okay. So I wonder, I wonder where this goes, or if they're trying to stretch it and they're gonna take it all the way down to the midterms just to keep maybe like every couple of weeks, no matter how crazy the news is, remind yeah. people like, hey, remember those crazy Trumpers, you know? Because that's it, literally what they're running on is that the, you heard Bill Maher say, dude, that Republicans are trying to end democracy. Yeah, Bill Maher really confounds me because he, it's like sometimes, most of the time, you're like, yeah, he's totally on the level, and then he, he. Jan 6th is a weird loop, man. I think it's one of those psyops that really fucked with people. And You think so? Yeah, I think it's a psyop that happened that at that point, a, a good chunk of people were already changed. Belief, like no one was believing media anymore at that point because of the COVID backlash. And I think that those that were still locked in, they, I don't know, they cling to Jan 6th. J- I was I loved that you wanted to talk about January 6th because it keeps creeping back into the conversation uh you know but I think it's their only winning topic It seems like it's all they have to demonize yeah. the other side and <laughs> it's weird. What's that movie uh knocked up 
where Seth yeah. Rogen's on the dance floor. <laughs> yeah. He keeps doing that thing where he's throwing the dice. You know? <laughs> 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 he's really got to get another. He's really got to stop doing get that dance. Move. Yeah, uh, that's all he's got. <laughs> that's that's the Democrats right now. They're grinding on this hot chick, and they only got this one move. You know. <laughs> yeah, but the hot chick is Bill Maher for some reason. Like he he's dancing with it. He's gonna go fuck it still. Like he's still yeah. like uh, it's weird. He's still listening to Bill Maher. It's, it was, blew it was my bizarre. mind. It really blows my mind. Like, I could actually see how storming the Capitol is a threat to America, right? Yeah. I don't really think that's what happened that day is my whole thing. But, whatever. Right. Uh, it wasn't an insurrection. I, it's just, I, I don't... <laughs> but but, but, I don't but my, point is, my point is, is, I could at least see where you're coming from. But how could you not even acknowledge this, the slightest... The slightest bit that your COVID measures were draconian, <laughs> and like <laughs> you were you were teetering on an authoritarian government here. Yeah, like you guys were literally heading that way. You can't even admit that. Like that was definitely more a threat to our democracy. Your reaction to COVID was way more of a threat to our democratic way of life mm-hmm. than than anything January sixth was. Do you think the left? or a generalized portion of it will ever, let's say the Bill Maher group, will they ever admit openly that Vax Passport was show me your papers? No. Notice how nobody fucking talks about show me your papers anymore. It it just went away. Yeah, it disappeared, man. And you're not supposed to even acknowledge that it was a thing anymore. Oh, you're crazy to even associate Nazism. Now, the Nazi is Putin. You know, you're not even... Yeah. they they've stripped the nazi thing away but it the mo the closest we have come to fascism in this country was the vax passport the vax passports absolutely and they're still trying it, to push it, it they're secretly still trying to push it and it was in cities that are 100 percent run by democrats and well republicans are signing off on it i actually think um i think this vaccine is going to be mandated for kids for school no. oh yeah. nah, dude it's going away you think That's so kid. really yeah, oh Oh yeah, dude. They're they're already. I've already noticed the commercials shifted. Remember, we talked about it's all about the commercials. I was at okay. So finally, the commercials now have caught to your side. In my side, they've completely shifted from getting vaccinated to yes. uh, t- testing sites where you can go and huh. if you test positive, you get the Pfizer pill. Oh, the pill. Yeah. Pfizer so Mectin, dude. Yeah. That's not Ivermectin. No, it's Pfizer Mectin. Yeah, they put a P in there. No, no, no <laughs> they didn't change the drug. They changed the name. That's true. <laughs> Pfizer Mectin, man. They had to. I, I guarantee Pfizer Mectin is a uh, anti parasitic. Guaranteed. Right, but it's not for horses. Yeah, humans, so, not Joe Rogan's. For, for, right, it's for humans. So, I uh, but, uh, I know you love it when I enter the conspiratorial stuff, but uh, I have to tell you, I saw a video on how a lot of vials now, these older, more expired vials of the vaccine, uh, there are microscopic eggs hatching uh, tiny little parasites. <laughs> Are you serious? Yes, this is the news in the conspiracy world street. Uh, uh. Much like I had been saying for over a year, there has been lots of stuff coming out of Germany, Poland, 
uh, various other countries, even Israel had some data coming out. They were showing very bizarre anomalies in these vaccines, especially the ones that were no longer held in their uh, necessary uh, temperature environment that, you know, they all had to be held in like a cold, super cold environment. Yeah, right, right. So a lot of these vaccines, apparently, according to these conspiratorial places, uh, they have been revealing their true contents and um there is some parasitic nature to these vaccines and as you know i'm a believer in the theory that the virus is the vaccine uh and so that would mean that the virus is also a parasite uh, in nature like an airborne parasite Uh, and that's why ivermectin was so effective, essentially, according to all this stuff. Uh, ivermectin is, yeah, it like helps with the parasitic stuff. You know, they actually, I think when you come here from Africa, they give you ivermectin. When you come here from all, like everybody Any country. the border. Yeah, right. Everybody, yeah, they give it to you. Yeah. You have to take ivermectin. People, yeah. people in other countries have parasites. Yeah. So <laughs> I wanted to clip it. I didn't, um, it was on the Steve Day show. I'm a, I'm a fan of the Steve Day show. He he was a huge fighter against uh, the COVID stuff and against Fauci. And uh, he played these excerpts of um, it was uh, it was Zoom meetings between these doctors and people in the UK, including Boris Johnson and some other higher ups. And it was them pleading with them essentially to uh, give out ivermectin and how it just was proven to work. And how, and then Boris Johnson and these guys were responding uh, essentially with, we can't, we're under strict orders that we can't even go down that route for another six weeks. You know, <laughs> like it, mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy. Uh, I think they had to release the Pfizer Mectin pills because there's too much data and information and there's too much stuff out there that ivermectin worked against COVID because COVID is parasitic in nature. And I, I, I think the the parasites like oh dude I'm telling you it's where you're getting the micro clotting and all, all blood clotting and like that's where the strokes and stuff are coming from and you know I don't know if it's really a parasite but um that's that's kind of weird maybe you never know you really don't know with the shit anymore you want to get real conspiracy with it it's a little micro machine hmm created by billy gates yeah i was just thinking bill gates he he wants your brain he wants to control your brain i i saw this thing um it was floating around on rumble and it was from this guy he's like the number two underneath klaus schwab in the world economic forum group uh he has done a bunch of forums and stuff where he's talked about uh how the ultimate, the reason the Nazis didn't succeed is because they couldn't hack human brains and minds. But now the governments of the world have the capability to hack into people's minds. Hmm. Which would, I think in my mind, my hacked mind, I could say that uh, <laughs> I would that would explain a lot of the zombification of our society, and maybe it would explain a lot of the uh, willingness and susceptibility of people around us to kind of just bend to the whim of whatever the government was saying and believe them, almost like they were under some sort of hypnosis, right? 
And what is that hypnosis? Where is it coming from? Is it from the 5G towers? You know, did they finally, uh, did they take these little micro shots and now they're connected to the 5G and now they can just, you know, now it's they're the hacked. Starlink. Now they're totally hacked. Yeah, and maybe Elon Musk, you know, we were just talking about Elon uh, Musk earlier. Maybe he's a part of this whole thing, you it's know? the Starlink. That's right. There could be there could be some crazy, insane, evil stuff going on that we don't even know about. And maybe it's all about actually just controlling the masses or being able to... Uh, will for us to willingly turn ourselves into slaves in that level. And what was interesting about this guy from the World Economic Forum, he talked about how the Nazis and how that all played out. It was very forced and it was aggressive, and it was you know there was just a lot of crazy stuff involved with that. Whereas now people will line up and willingly uh, march themselves into the gas chambers. Hmm. So we're marching our way, I think, willingly, you know. And maybe, hey, maybe we're maybe, uh, maybe we're being programmed for it. Maybe that's what the shots were all about, you know. Starlink us up, you know. Well, luckily, uh, you know, anybody who listens to us, our fans aren't vaccinated, so. <laughs> I, I think we've had some people in the world write ends. in. I've seen some comments before. We got it's a mixed crowd. You know, when I, the world ends, we'll maintain most of our listener base. Is what I'm saying. <laughs> Here's you know? the, you know, the thing with the vax is, and I think this is why a lot of arguments die for the left on it is, uh, they were forced. Okay, a lot of people were forced to take it either for their job, to travel, to go see loved ones, like oh, to, you know, dude. Like, the way Bill Maher said it, they were was, Bill Maher literally man. said, "I wouldn't have taken the shot, but I felt I had to. I took one for the team." Exactly. What the fuck? You just injected your body with something you don't know what's in it. Yeah. You don't know what it's going to do. <laughs> yeah. And you man. just t- took one for the team? Nah, dude. I'm not doing that. No, and sorry. This isn't the great sacrifice we're all participating in. This is the great experiment that you volunteered for. And uh, you also eliminated any liability to the manufacture of this experimental mRNA gene therapy you just took, man. And so now for the next 10 years, whatever happens to you, uh, if you want to blame it on this vaccine, you can't. It's you. You took it. You volunteered. Congratulations. You know. I know. We're a little short on time for it, and we'll maybe talk about it in the next episode. I have it clipped somewhere, but it, it was the guy who talked about how uh, through these vaccines, you can see it in the data, essentially, and uh, they actually, the guy came across it through data he was presented through life insurance companies, but yep. essentially, yep. essentially our generation, or the millennial generation, for whatever that means, um, they ex- experienced a Vietnam when it comes to uh, excess death rate. Uh, and, you know, the further we go along, the longer we start, ex- we, the longer we continue to experience the vaccine effects and what the, again, we, the, we're going to see the long-term data happen in real time. And that's kind of scary. And already, already in real time, about a year or two into it, the data is pretty frightening. A lot of people are dying from this shit. How long? How how long to the are they going to be able to deny it? How many Ukraines are they going to throw out there in order uh, to distract us from it? How many Bob Saggots are going to die? You know, and you're just going to be like Bob. How many people are going to fall and hit their head? (laughs) Yeah. Right. Seriously. I, I don't know. I, I'm really, I'm curious to see where the narrative goes. You know, Fauci still disappeared. Is it because of the biolabs? Probably. Or is it know, because, you, you know, what do you like, think he's, 
What do you think he's doing? Witness protection program, dude. That's <laughs> <laughs> I kind of noticed he was working on that tan for a while there. He's really, uh, yeah. Well, color uh, out, well yeah. Frank, uh, I actually go by Steven now. And, uh, I live about 30 minutes outside of Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, <laughs> Epidemiology? Never heard of it. I work at a Culver's. It's a, it's a nice job. I make the cheese curds. It's, it's great. Uh, the virology? Never heard of it. No, no, no. Uh, no, I just do the curds. I'm mostly the frying. I sweep up. <laughs> virology? <laughs> Dr. Fucci? No, I never heard of him. I don't know who's this Fucci. Everybody keeps saying I look like him. No, no, no. Oh, honey, you better wear that mask. You're going to spread the flu. Oh, no, no, I'm not Dr. Fauci. <laughs> Could you imagine? Like, what do you do after you get fired? <laughs> you, get, you, get, you get fired after killing millions of people around the world with a virus. You know, it's like it was my other life. Now I'm a manager at a Dollar General. It's great. <laughs> Mike, I moved on from that life. You know, I realized I realized virology just wasn't for me. So you know, now I'm a manager. It's great. You know, I don't like working the Saturday shift, but you know we gotta do what we gotta do. <laughs> we, we all got our own cross to bear. It's, <laughs> oh no, God! I used to be a god. Now I'm just a manager. Now I'm just a manager. <laughs> I left the whole science. I left the whole science gig behind. You know, that's it was too much with the science. <laughs> He, he locks up like, the doors. You, <laughs> he goes back to his <laughs> office. Lights are down low. There's a little picture in a frame on the side of his desk. It's him throwing out the first pitch at that baseball game. Next <laughs> <laughs> to a picture of him and Colbert with the vaccine. <laughs> Talking at the World Trade Forum. <laughs> the credits start to roll. It's like the end of Sandlot, you know. <laughs> That's so good. Dude. Like, seriously, what do, you, what do you do? What do you do after that? Dude? After you kill millions? <laughs> I've decided to retire. It's a great community down here in Florida. <laughs> I'm I'm the king of the shuffleboard down here. I swear. <laughs> it's, it's great. I've been feeding these geese. One sick. I might try to get them a vaccine, but we'll see how they take it. <laughs> So funny to think, dude. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. How do you retire after you kill millions? <laughs> like, I fucked up real bad at a gas station one time and got fired, and I was so embarrassed. <laughs> like, I'm so embarrassed, but you know, you get up the next day and you go get another job. <laughs> You think he's sitting there, like, moping around the house, and his wife is like, Tony, Tony, you'll find another gig. Come on. You bounce back after AIDS like it was nothing. Come on. 
<laughs> ah, honey, you're always there for me. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, yeah, I don't he's know. He's so funny. He's gone, man. <laughs> I, I, you go to the retirement home with Stalin. <laughs> Mao. All the greats. <laughs> and the funny part is you're made fun of because you only killed nine million. <laughs> Here comes old Tony Nine Mills. <laughs> I think you're talking about hell at this point, actually. <laughs> oh man, yeah, so good. He, I, I think he's gonna be. I don't think we'll see him again this year, dude. I think that's it. We saw the last of Faucho. That's yeah. too bad. <laughs> he, just, he just took his millions and went home. He's yeah, dude. Well, I, poor guy. Probably no book. Probably no um, no documentary. I imagine. You know, you don't think he'll get a book? Uh, no, I think his. I think he's tarnished. I actually, I again, I've stuck by this uh, all the way. He, again, the first pitch always just irked, irked me to my core. I hate that he threw out that first pitch, and I believed that. I, know, I remember I watching it happen. I remember watching it happen. I turned to Emma and I said, "He will fall for this." He As he's take... throwing out the first pitch, yeah. sitting in the skybox, I'm shitting in a 90 degree van <laughs> because all the fucking gas station bathrooms are yeah. closed for COVID. Not, I like, just fuck you. I was dude. so angry fuck with him. You. I was so angry with this man because the world shut down because of this man. It was his fault. I yes. the, the moment it happened, I blamed him. I, I to this day still with all the information now i've i've been proven right i he is to blame for all of this it is his fault and i I just remember him sitting in the stands in that empty stadium with the mask around his chin eating the fucking popcorn so smiling just Uh, so smug and i just remember uh, exactly looking at emma and I, i just said this man He's at the top of the mountain, and he will fall so hard from this point. And I, I will, I can't wait to be there to watch it. And we're, we're witnessing it. He, he has been silenced. And maybe yeah. for a guy as narcissistic as Tony Fauci, maybe the silence is the worst pain the worst for this part, man yeah, right out, now. Out of the know? spotlight. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yes. The world is continuing to destroy itself without you, Fauci. You know, uh, <laughs> Armageddon goes on without you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you're no longer the face of the 12 or the the horseman or whatever you know like i i just i really he he will be the face of covid uh and i hope for better and for worse he will be the face of covid i i i hope the history books will remember uh who uh who, who represents this time and it's him it is him it will always be him and uh he'll take it to his and, grave uh, you know. He literally, he literally came out of nowhere and then disappeared just as fast. Just as, he as came fast, in. Mike. Literally, <laughs> yeah. like smoke, man. It was crazy. I, I, what a weird experience those two years were with Fauci, and it's only weird because you and I, man, we this guy pissed us off, dude. And we were obsessed with this yes. dude, like, and, and oh. we both knew and we talked about it for so, the whole time, like he was going to disappear, and we knew there was a day he was going to do it, but. They didn't even hide it, dude. They just poof. He's gone. All those, all those times yelling at Rand Paul. Oh man! And Rand Paul, you don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> what, what is that degree? A medical degree? I think I got one of those. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> Mike, dude, midterms in just a, they're coming, dude. Like I'm excited to podcast right this year because we have midterms. Like it's going to be really fun to talk about. I'm shocked we're not talking about them already, but maybe that's why Fauci's gone because he knows once the midterms are over, his number is up. They're bringing him in front of the cameras and it's yeah. going to be no more friendly that party, dude. That party jumped on the Fauci bad. Yes. Yeah. You know, he even made comments about how, like, it's so much better working with Biden than Trump. (laughs) Biden follows the science, (laughs) you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, man. So where's Fauci? Fauci's gone. He's in witness protection program. Why? Because he knows that, uh, after November, the Rand Pauls of the world are coming after him and they're going to have the entire backing of the Senate, I think, and the house actually. And I think they know they're in trouble. So it's game over.